welcome to this week's episode of the Loose Lesbians podcast. Join Kate and I this week where we have catch up. We discuss things we've seen in the news, such as the legal age of marriage rising from 16 to 18. We talk about trans de- Transgender Day of Awareness and much more. So go on, grab your brew, your drink of choice or even your jacket and your headphones and come and join us for this week's episode. Hello and welcome to the Loose Lesbians podcast, you with Jonesy and Sue. How are you? Um, okay, how are you? I'm alright, tired. We're back in our car environment for recording. So those that have listened last week have probably noticed there's an echo because we were in Kate's kitchen. Did you listen to it back? Yeah, I had to, to Eddie. Oh. <laughs> I hate listening to them back. I never this. listen back, ever. No, you don't. So uh, I just wanted to touch on, uh, before we get into the podcast, the fact that today is, well, Saturday, um, is or has been Transgender Day of Remembrance. So it's a day that's been going for a while now where uh, there's vigils and, and stuff like that where people remember people who've been transgender people who've been you know victims of um violent crime and ultimately have ended up unfortunately dead um so yeah but i think also you know not not just from from violent crime but we also know that transgender people take their own lives because of sometimes it can it can be because they they can't you know deal with who they are or or you know family stuff or anything like that really um, and that's not always the case, but also, I think it's a time to think of of any trans friends that people may have lost. So, um, I know today I did have a little moment where I thought of our very good friend uh, Imogen, who we sadly lost not not too long ago. Um, who's probably having posty house shift vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever she is, or whether sorry, wherever they are, um, and was having a little moment thinking about her family and stuff, their family and stuff. God, I still get the brown hand wrong. So bad. You must do better. I must do better. I must. If Imogen, if Imogen was here now, Imogen would probably just laugh it off. <laughs> in that, in that, very, very, very strong Scottish accent. So yeah, so uh, I think I I feel like it's a really important day uh, each year, and I think as well, you know, the ultimate goal is to to end violent crime against transgender people, um, against all people, if I be honest. But you know, the day is about transgender day of remembrance. So, so yeah, that was my little my little moment for today. Momente. Mm. Lovely. Thanks. <laughs> well done, you. Yeah. Oh, thanks, babe. Thanks. <laughs> I had to do the whole work thing today as well, so, you know, it was... She's oh, in the zone. Yeah, I have to be in the zone, even though it's a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Christopher, take note. <laughs> Drag Race, you've still not watched. It's the final next week. No, but I've got the date in myself tomorrow, so who knows, maybe I'll actually put it on. Yes, I'm being a car mechanic tomorrow. 
Is in your brakes. Do you make our brakes? Which makes me a bit nervous to get in the car now and like. Oh, how rude. I've done my mum's brakes, I've done my dad's brakes. You've been in them cars and you're still alive, so. Just about. <gasps> you're a cheeky sod. I'm a blaming your driving. It's nothing to do with my driving. You're blaming the fact that I'm changing the brakes. Yeah, but you said you're, you're, you're still alive and it's just about. I'm not blaming your driving, though. I mean, that's just nearly been an accident, hasn't it? I don't think he cares, does he? So, we did Radio City Live yesterday. Oh, what an amazing night. So good, wasn't it? And I, f- I feel like today I've had a li- I've also had a little bit more time to reflect on it. And I think, for me, the script just blew me up par last night. Do you know what, though? If I had a top three... No, I can't actually say that. It has to be top four. <laughs> I mean... Eight acts is top four. They, they were all good. I feel like there was issues with... Earpieces and things though yeah, throughout the night. Proves she couldn't sing live, and uh, it was really bad miming that really zoomed in on her face at one point. And she well wasn't done. singing. <laughs> well done to the grandma man who really, really made that. Although you know, I said I spotted the woman that works in the Tesco by mine. Yeah, I went to her till before. Oh for God's sake! Not on purpose. Um, and I was like, oh, hi, were you at Radio City Live last night? She was like, I was. And she said, I said, oh, I said to me partner, like, that woman works in like Tesco. Like, that's who she's laughing. She said, well, actually, said, funny you should say that. She said, because someone came up to me and, like, pretty much poked, nearly poked me out, going, you work in Tesco. <laughs> that's I was like, that's mad. So um, she was like, did anyone say they were disappointed with Ed? And I was like, well, I don't think people were disappointed. I th- I feel like they thought he was going to come back on because he just like put it's, his guitar yeah. down, and that was that really. Um, but and I said to I said to her about the script. I, like they blew me away. Like and I said uh, I was gutted when I looked for tickets because we're in bleeding Disney. Mm-hmm. But she was saying she looked as well, and it was like floor seats were over hundred pounds, and for up in the gods it was like fifty sixty pounds. Oh. And I was like, well, we can't go anyway. But yeah, so go on top four. So, Joel Corey. He's a DJ, so... He... I like DJs, though. Yeah, okay. Well, I like... I do like Joel Corey. He, he's on a, he, he, he got the party going. Well, of course he did. He, he has all the, the banging tunes, didn't he, let's be honest. And, like, obviously... And he had the biggest set. Yeah, he did. He played the most. He played the most. He did. And he brought a couple of his featured artists on his songs. Yeah. Off, although he didn't bring MK8, MN... I can't even say it now. <laughs> M-N-E-A-K No, I still can't say it Okay, stop it now Yeah But him bum, 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 If he'd if he'd come out I'd, I'd have wet myself Absolutely But anyway Oh my god Oh my god <laughs> And I would have gone <laughs> Fuck <laughs> Okay So Jill Corey And then it would have been Becky Hill yeah, she she's got a set of lungs, that girl. Christ, she Not proves. Shoe fucking wear, Jesus. <laughs> That's what you kept saying. What the fuck is she? I, got I was so distracted by them boots, and they are pure military pockets in them. They were up to her knees and everything. They, all... they were up to her thighs. Yeah, wow. I I couldn't just. I thought she had a jumpsuit on at first. I was like, they were like ruffles. What's going on? They had like a ruffle effect on them as well. They were didn't like, they? do you know what they, they look like? Green. She's just cut her dad's um, combat pants up, sewed them onto her shoes, stuck a skirt on, <laughs> and gone out. That's what it looked like. And they were high vis because <laughs> they were bright green, yellow. 
No, they weren't. They were beige. No, I'm sure they were green, you know. Like, aluminous green. No, they were beige. Okay, we need to look back at that. But anyway. They were disgusting. So, That's what they were. So, Becky Hill proves she can sing live. Yeah, she was good. And then it'll be the script. And then Ed. And then Ed. I knew that was coming. Because Ed. Because it's Ed. And he put... <laughs> it's so funny. He said to everyone in the crowd, I just want to tell you that this is my loop... My loop pedal and it records me and backing songs live as a go blah 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 and then so as he's recording his fucking backing songs he goes to me what's he doing like i don't get it no because he was so we had two mics let's let's put this into context for the listeners who maybe weren't there last night yeah but they okay. might have seen it in the past and maybe they have mind. yeah well anyway so we had two mics on yeah. the go right so when he did bloodstream he was singing into that mic at the side and i thought oh that's rude because he's not even looking at the crowd he was in the he was in the side mic. Let's remember he hadn't explained the whole loop pedal before that. So then when he after he did, he's done bloodstream and then he's explained the loop pedal. He then does whatever he does to record the back and bit because he has no band, which I got. I understood that bit. But then in that side mic, you could see he was singing into it, but there was nothing coming out. However, because he was making a whisper However, noise. however, he'd sang into that and it came out. Yeah. So I was dead confused. Because he obviously switched his mic off, so then when he's recorded it and then it's gone live, you can hear it. Well, anyway. So that made me fall off a bit. <laughs> I'm used to all that shit, though. Oh, I know what he's doing. <sighs> Although I was gutted because when he put his... He just didn't interact with the crowd. Well, he's not He's not really wanting to interact with the crowd anyway, to be fair. Well, the script, I feel like Danny blew the security's heads off because he just decided to climb off the stage and walk through the crowd. <laughs> and stand on a seat. And stand on a seat. Now, the script got the crowd going. Like, Danny knew what to do with the crowd. And I if felt. one more bastard performer or producer came on that stage, oh, yeah. you put, put your, your lights on. on your phone, guys. <laughs> and I didn't take my bloody power pack. No, and you're busy filming everything. I thought, no, this isn't... You're going to drain my battery in a minute. <laughs> but it was good. It was good. And the, the, it's in Birmingham tonight, isn't it? But it's, it's Rag and Bone Man. I would have loved to have seen that. Rag and Bone Man and your mate, Anne-Marie. Oh, Anne-Marie. Apparently, her new children in need songs called with Niall Horan, but it's a cover of something. Oh, really? Marie was telling me today. Oh. Good, Marie. Yeah. On the low of the down. On the low of the arm, she was watching Children in Need last night. She said it finished at 10 o'clock last oh, night. Okay, so... Whoa. I know, she was on me on all night. Yeah. She was She was mortified. She got me, Mum. She loves Children in Need. It's well past midnight, that's on top. Yeah, yeah. And Eden and Tom Grennan was that like, you know? Yeah, I know, yeah. And so they both got shot over to Liverpool. Tom Grennan done a song in Children in Need. He opened the show, I think. Well, Ed opened the show, because that's oh, what my mum said. Oh, Ed opened the show, but Tom Grennan was there as well, doing interviews to- and sang. Well, song. I wonder what time that started then, because Tom Grennan was, came on with Ella Henderson, and she was the third act. Mm. He must have fucking darted. I feel like, on. well, I didn't know Tom Grennan had been on there, but when I was talking to my mum and dad today about it, because obviously my mum had told me Ed Sheeran was mm. at Manchester. To do Jordan need. Was it Manchester? Yeah, yeah. So oh, he so in Salford. On the room, yeah, isn't yeah, it, really? yeah. And I said, I laughed and said, oh, we must have got in a chopper and flew over. But then I thought well, he was last on, so he could have just drove him over. It only takes forty five minutes if that. Yeah, he probably has got off stage and gone straight in the car. Yeah, or in a helicopter. Because what he was wearing for Children Need, Leanne Campbell, 
filled him backstage and he had whatever yeah. he had on. Talking about Leanne Campbell. She shared us on her story. She follows us. Queen! <laughs> she follows us anyway. Yeah, no, look at that. I am. <laughs> um, I was going to say something and then it's gone. You're talking about Ed? No. Um. I was going to say something else, but you, you disturbed my flow. Soz. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was good. And then this week... We've got everyone talking about Jamie. In theatre. In the theatre. And do you know what though? Like, so, going back to this. I was looking at this on... Because, obviously, I got the day wrong. We were going. I had Wednesday. I know. I do know what I wanted to say. Go on. Oh, go on then. No. Oh. Um, and when I looked on... I was trying to see if it was on the Empire so I could see. And then it had a number of dates. And I thought, well, that's not helpful. But that's still listing Bianca Del Rio as being in it. But apparently it's Shane Ritchie. Yeah, because I seen this and I thought, oh, we're getting Bianca Del Rio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it said she's yeah, yeah, Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll have to wait and see. I mean, I feel like, again, I'll pee me pants if it's Bianca Del Rio. But I've seen the film version. So um, I know a couple of our friends have been to see the, sh- the theatre performance mm. and said that the theatre performance is better than the film. So... Yeah. And I've not seen either. You've so. not seen either. Exciting. Well, so, like you've just said, you've got the whole date to yourself tomorrow, so... I don't have Amazon Prime. I have, though. Oh. <laughs> so, anyway, go on. So, what I was going to say is Danny B put a thing up about children in need. I don't know if you've seen it. No, I didn't, actually. Um. <sighs> Sorry, it's gone 12 o'clock at night. <laughs> um, and, basically... It's about, it's basically about this person slagging children needs off. Oh, God. But they had valid points. And can you remember what the valid points were? No, but I'm going to look and see if it's still there. But, so basically they were saying, like, like, one of them said, what happens to this, all this money when children, like, when it's over kind of thing? Okay, well, I can, I can have a bit of input into this. It is. Okay, let me read you them. Go on. So it says, As as Children Need to Peel show, the BBC annual fundraising event for the disadvantaged kids, the majority of whom are six slash disabled, airs this week, and I want you to remember these five things. One, disabled children shouldn't have to disclose their disability sickness or how they became to be in order to receive support. True story. Two, the way the charity tugs at our heartstring is dehumanising to those that to those they're fighting the corner of it reduces them to sad mascots of helplessness when the reality is that disabled kids are incredibly resourceful and resilient and the problem isn't the children true three the charity relies heavily on the temporary feel-good factor people experience when they donate arbitrary arbitrary one-off sums of money but issues are systematic (laughs) It's okay. And would only ever be temporarily improved by cash injections. Is that it? No. Okay. For once the charity pot dries up, so do the projects. Yeah. It is assigned to. Where are the kids left then? And what about after they turn 18? Long-term and permanent solutions need to be sought, sought to improve support and and services. And, only, and the only way to do this is if they're state-funded. Yeah. 
True. Five. In summary, the children in need is doing our government's job for them yep. in a temporary way for select people only at the expense of privacy and dignity of those people and we're controlling the pa- the pair strings. Disabled children deserve better. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. I do agree with, with some of them points. The government do need to do better. Must do better. But it's not just disabled or sick young people that benefit from children in need. Yes, they do seem to show them videos an awful lot. I mean, I've not watched it for the last few years because... Yeah, but again, they show them videos. With the yeah, to pull it. Yeah, yeah, 100%, 100%. But let's just roll that back a little bit. Like fucking Brad and Bryn. Let, let's just, again, roll that back. Yeah. When we walked into As Did You Do Weekend, all the pudsy stuff was there. What was the first thing you wanted to do? Buy the ears. Buy the ears. Buy the pajamas. Buy we bought the you bought the bobble for you. I mean I didn't because I've got no ear. But you bought the pudsy ear bobble. Mm. So that money goes to to children needs as well. So it's not it's not just the videos. Sometimes it's the merchandise because it it's it's ingrained in our kind of society that children need comes up in November. Like because as far as I can remember back, it's been going. Mm. Um, now I know from a perspective of my job that we've we've got organisations that apply for funding to do projects. So it isn't just for disabled and sick people, mm. young people. It is for disadvantaged. It is supposed to be aimed at disadvantaged young people. But again, I agree with that point. The government needs to do better. They absolutely do. Youth services have been slashed. By millions, hundreds of millions of pounds. Now, if each local authority had provision, there wouldn't be the need for groups to put into funding. And maybe, I don't know, maybe children need look need to look into how they provide their funding because a lot of these projects that I'm involved with uh, through, via work, they are charity-based and... And when it comes to this time of year, it's it's touch and go whether they're going to stay open because they're not funded by the government. They only get small amounts of funding from, like, local authorities and stuff like that. So it is about... They have to write bids to all these different charities, like the Lottery, like um, the Youth Empowerment Fund and all these different pots. And you've only got to get a couple of sentences wrong and that's your bid gone and that could be your money for the rest of the year to deliver projects for you, for, for young people. Mm. So it is really difficult and it, and I get the frustrations I really do and from from my job perspective, I like literally I feel like one of our listeners, listeners in particular is fed up to the back teeth of me getting on my soapbox and saying how it's not fair that we haven't got this and we haven't got that and do 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 because I'm literally like I feel like young people they're just seen as either trouble causers or they're not entitled to anything because they're children and so we'll just forget about them we'll just leave them over there and hope that they just do whatever they're doing and don't cause any trouble when in actual fact, we should be empowering our young people because at the end of the day, they're the next generation of doctors, nurses, police officers, fire officers, politicians. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. <laughs> uh, you know, a, a, a military personnel. Like, why why are we leaving them like they're a piece of poo on our foot? Mm. 
do you know what I mean? Like, it, it really annoys me and it's not a subject that I should probably get on my soapbox about now on this podcast. Okay. Realistically. <laughs> so that, I'm not going to. That was Sue sliding down her soapbox. Because <laughs> it got a bit too soapy. Well, listen, it's, it's just something I'm very passionate about and obviously I've just started another qualification, haven't I? So there's a, there's a few things that I've, I've had re brought into my mindset that we've kind of forgotten about and it's like reignited something a little bit okay anyway moving on moving on moving on so we've just been to see the new ghostbusters actually which is why we're recording so late yeah and that's why i just said a generation of new ghostbusters because that's basically what happens oh yeah there's a generation of the ghostbusters and i'm just gonna hold my hands up because i've never watched it you've watched the female version though which isn't Excuse me, that old is it? I've not seen that. No, um, and it got slagged off actually because mm. it's females. Obvs. So it got heavily slated because, well, like, oh. I, I feel like I need to try and see if that's on Netflix or something and see, um, see if I can watch it. But um, I enjoyed it. Did you? Yeah. The originals were good from what I can remember. I mean, I've not seen them in a long time. Um, I take it that to where that marshmallow. Yes, 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 yes. Figure he wasn't in the female one. I can't remember. I don't okay. think so. No, no, yeah. Marsh- the big, there's a big, massive ghost that's well known. Slimer. He- is he green? Yeah, that's yeah. Slimer. Is he in the girl one? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Slimer in the original films the used ghost- to live with the Ghostbusters. I was gonna say the ghosts mm. are like the girls' friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. From what I can remember, that's what he was like in the original. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no marshmallow man. I'm not sure. We, I'll probably get slagged off now because I don't know me fit me Ghostbuster films. But I wasn't into them that much. I have seen them. Mm. But marshmallow man, he's a giant. He's giant in oh, really? in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, was I wouldn't be surprised if they come onto Netflix actually because this is out now. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Just a little plug there. Because they were just so cute running around the supermarket killing each other. Yeah. Well, I watched him call it when. Uh, remember I said to you at the end, uh, the the director is the son of the original mm. director of the original films they were on. I think it was this morning, the other week or some so morning. I suppose he doesn't really have to copyright too much because he'd be like, shut up, you're my dad. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shut up. And he just thought it was a really nice touch because they looked dead cute, but then they're like little demons. Mm. And that's what they wanted, apparently. They were making each other into smalls and toasting <laughs> each other. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it was dead good. And they'd blown each other off. Yeah. Put themselves in the food processor, <laughs> thinking they were doing that air where you go in that thing and do air diving. Yeah, <laughs> and then he got squished. <laughs> anyway, we won't give any more spoilers away. But yeah, um, if you're into Ghostbusters, then go and see Ghostbusters Afterlife. There's a few um, nods to the previous films, not giving too much away. I did want to, actually, I wanted to go to the cinema to go and watch House of Gucci. Oh, uh, yeah, but you were mortified because, why, Kate? It's not out yet. It's not out yet. It's adamant it was out. Yeah, I thought it was the end of the month. The name of the father and the son and the house, house of, of Gucci. Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> That's only because you've seen an interview with Gaga. Yeah. So it you're all excited. Me, yeah, because I want to see how well she does at the role. Cause yeah. I think, I haven't watched the interview fully, but I caught her saying something about acting and then someone said you feel like you have to prove yourself as an actor and she said it's always been what I've been good at before she was a singer and I've got a feeling she'd done a bit of acting before she was a singer oh uh, okay 
And she, I know she done music and drama school. Well, yeah, that seems to be. And the... she smashed it out the park with the other mm. A Star Is Born. Well, we will be going to see it, just not till next week. Mm. <laughs> and she said it really messed with her head, and it just reminded me of watching an interview with obviously Keith Ledger and the Joker messed yeah. with his head. So. And then you know we all know what happened next. Mm. Uh, she best not fucking kill herself. <laughs> You're gonna have to get a portrait of him on me back. <coughs> <coughs> oh, cry you, Riley. Um, oh no, I did text Sue and say I'm awfully disappointed because she's done work to her face and... Oh yeah, you were mortified when you seen her on the telly, weren't you? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I can't, I'm no supermodel image, but... <laughs> God's sake, like, why did they do it? She was just fine the way she was. Well, why do any of them do it? This is the thing, isn't it? But... And I was saying to Sue that um, in an interview, she said that six months prior to filming... She had to speak Italian, learn how to speak Italian and speak Italian to master the Italian accent. But it wasn't as in speaking like Italian, was it just to have the accent? It's to have the twang. But talk in English. Um, and then for the three months of filming, so she was doing it for like eight, eight nine months. And then she said she really struggles now to be American. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, um... So yeah, so that's that's pretty much what we've been up to this week, really, isn't it? We haven't, we've been. We went to the match on Wednesday. Oh, we went to the match on Wednesday. Yeah, the girls won. Again. Boop, boop, boop. Top of the table, top of the t- top of two tables actually. Top of the league table, top of the county cup table. Boop, boop, boop. Boop, boop, boop. Keenan's on fire. Your defence is terrified, Keenan's. Anyway, um. And we went to Tesco and bumped into Fanny. And then we went to Tesco and bumped into Fanny, yeah, who's now going off on... In fact, quite a few of the squads are going off on international duty. We've got Raza, Kerry and Georgia going off to Wales. Michaela Moore's going off going off with uh, New Zealand. Uh, Fanny's going off with Ireland. and Fahey. Yeah. Farhi and Leanne Keenan are going off with Ireland. There's two different squads and I get them mixed up, so I'm not even going to try hmm. and say which one's which. Um, Missy. Missy and Tay are away with England under-23s. So, yeah, I feel like half the squad's away. I don't like internationals, though, because then I don't get a game and then we're away again. Yeah, we are. And we're away. You're not gonna let me go down to Sunderland. Well, no, because we don't go down. We go up and over. Okay, well, you're not gonna let me go up and over. No, probably not, because it's too close to Christmas now, Kate. Talking about Christmas, we all know because Kate's made it publicly known that I'm in Grinch mode, and she's in Mother Christmas mode. Am I right? Where are you going with this? Am I right? Of course I'm excited and it's not Mother Christmas because I'm not a mother. I am in elf. Oh, sorry about me. She's in elf mode and I'm in Grinch mode. I am Buddy the Elf while you are fucking Grinch Almighty. Yes, absolutely. But do you do know that Grinch does learn to love Christmas? Yeah, so well, no. And maybe I can be like fucking Cindy Lou and make warm that heart and make you bloody love Listen, Christmas. Listen, don't say anything about warm. My heart is warm. I just don't like Christmas. Anyway, so today, people, I have been in the loft in my house getting out the Christmas decorations. That's wrong with that, sir. I'm livid with it because it's November. Oh, God, she... I just can't... And tomorrow, my mother is putting the Christmas tree up. 
It's nearly December. We're more in December than we are November. No, we're not. It's the 21st of November. It is now. Oh, yeah. I was thinking Sunday. It should be Saturday. What's going on? <laughs> doesn't take much, does it, babe? No. Um, so, yeah. So, Christmas is coming, guys. Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. Blah, 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 blah. Did you just make that up, yeah? I don't know. Is that not a song? <laughs> what is it? I don't know. It is really good. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's on an advert. We're going to see and it's 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 going to see because it's all doom and gloom. She them. said that last episode. It is I, and I'm fed up with it. However, I do see stuff on Instagram. So, I forgot about this one the other week, but there's a new cyber flashing law. Oh, what does that even mean? Okay, so, you know how before we had the, in, like, smartphones mm. and the internet, you get flashed in the street? Yeah. Okay, so cyber flashing is being flashed online. Be flashed in the street, how? What? Have you never heard of flashing? So someone's showing you their dick? Yeah. So so the the, the, the same would be somebody would be in like a Mac and then they just flash and then get off. Yeah. Yeah. So that's flashing. So now, you know, you know, like if you're on a date nap or sometimes on Twitter or Instagram and you might just get someone sliding into your DM with a little cheeky dick pic or something. Oh, yeah. That's called cyber flashing, because it's the same thing. Yeah. So there's a law now against it. Good. Yeah. So, some of the facts. So, it's actually Bumble, the date app, who've, who've, like, pulled this information together. Oh, right. Yeah. It was shit dating up for me. It, it was shit one for me as well. <laughs> anyway, so a date app is asking the government to criminalise sending unsolicited pictures of genitals in England and Wales. So Bumble say that in the past year, yeah, so this this was this was this was put out on social media on the second of November. So this is, you know, obviously in the last year, um, forty eight percent of women aged eighteen to twenty four received a sexual photo that they didn't ask for. <laughs> so obviously that's a dick pic because what woman sends a pic of a fanny around? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, uh, well, touch, yeah, maybe. Yeah. And 59% were left feeling less trusting of others online. Many felt that the, that the number of, of incidents has increased since the pandemic. Well, everyone's at home, so no one can go out and do traditional flashing. Not that this is a laughing matter, because it's really not. But I've not been flashed. I, I just thought that was like a joke. No, no, it's a real thing. I remember it I remember there being a, a time round by mine where there was a man in the snakey. Just flashing people at random. Why? Oh, I don't know. It's a, well, it's like you could say that as to why do people like getting dressed up for sex, like having fetishes. It's the same. Yeah, why? Same sort of thing, isn't it? Why? I don't know. Why do they so? I don't know, Case. Why do they? <laughs> so, so just to come back to that cyber flashing law. So. In Scotland, cyber flashing has been a criminal offence for over a decade. So for over 10 years in Scotland, it's a law. Why we haven't got it, I've no idea. I'm trying to think if I ever had a a 
picture sent to me. I don't think I have. I've had many of dick pics. Have you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. I've got lads on Snapchat from school and they just thought it was okay. Oh. And then, like... Is this when they knew you were gay? No. Not really. Oh, okay. Obviously, they thought they were going to get some. But I'm not being funny. They're not the prettiest things in the world. I mean, I, you know, I have seen one. Oh, one. <laughs> well, I've seen it. You, you've, I've seen them. I've had to see them because I deliver sex education as well. So, you know, we've got some drawings of some realistic ones. I've so. got someone in my life. <sighs> a male who constantly just makes a joke about how his friend might have turned me gay because he tried, he tried it on and I rejected him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's just it's just draining. It is draining. It like, is. No, I'm I'm gay because I'm gay. It has nothing to do with you or your friends or anything else. Like, no, that just makes I, them like, feel better. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not interested in this conversation. Like, no, I just <clears throat> no, and it's like a conversation I had. I actually went into the office, which was really nice, um, and I was having a conversation, and we we just got onto the subjective of a. Uh, attacks and, and stuff like that and and i just said you know there's people that go around i think in that like being gay or, or being trans or being bi or any any part of the the rainbow is a choice believe you me if it was a choice it's not a bleeding choice at me it's just not no like okay i love i love you you know i do but i i wouldn't choose to be gay because life is just so much more difficult and i think I think more so in this past year or so, and this is not a reflection on you, but our relationship will probably not have as many... Well, it's not our relationship that's got issues, but I feel like our relationship wouldn't cause your mum issues if I was a, if I was a boy. No. It wouldn't, sir. She... Probably be welcome me with open arms if I was a male. Yeah, she would, yeah. Absolutely, she would, yeah. My so, ex yeah. could probably sit there and have the same conversation with you. Just yeah. like her off together and have oh. a great laugh. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. But I'm just saying it, it's kind of... Like, and I've always said if it was a choice, being gay is not a choice I would make, ever. Mm. I just wouldn't. Although my mum's more accepting with you than well, yeah. ever before, so... <clears throat> yeah. I know, but I'm just... There, a few things that have happened, I just think if I was a boy, mm. it'd be a different ball game. She's very controlling over me in general. Well, yeah, I know this, but... I couldn't leave the house till I took me washing upstairs. No, I know. Anyway, we're not getting into that. Oh, unplug the dryer. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so... <laughs> I'd seen that cyberlaw the other weekend and forgotten about it and then a few other things i've seen this week obviously you know unfortunately um <clears throat> we haven't spoke about this because we again we recorded last saturday and the podcast went out on sunday and there was an attack at the women's hospital yes there was 11 o'clock in the morning yeah on remembrance sunday and i was very vigilant when we in radio city i'm not gonna lie <laughs> Sue thinks I wasn't vigilant because some man was dancing six metres in front of me. 
Like, he was six metres away and he was looking at me dancing. And Sue was like, you literally don't have any idea what's going on around you. I could be attacked and you wouldn't know. For one, you're standing right next to me. I would know. Two, that man was in the distance and I couldn't care less about his dancing. We were in a, we were in Matthew Street. Of course, there's people drunk dancing around me. We just previously had a conversation about people being bladdered at six o'clock in the afternoon. Like, I don't care for them. And then I had my back to the, the girl behind me. Because I'm watching a concert to my left. The girl yeah. is behind me on my right. And because I didn't see her, because I don't have eyes in the back of my head, but Sue did because she's facing me talking to her. She's like, you just have no idea what's going on around you. No, because my back, I've got my back to this girl and she didn't even tap me and say, excuse me, I'll just go for the toilet, please. Or move out my way. But I was very vigilant on the fact that there was a group of people that were standing up looking around and I was like, why the fuck are you standing up? Why are they doing that? What's going on? Like, that's that's not okay. That's a massive group of people just standing up looking around. What are you doing? And then I told you that when we came out, there was a security man and I clocked him yeah. running to all the fucking staff on the bottom floor and then running to each door exit. And I was thinking, oh God, we're going to be locked in. There's probably armed forces outside. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> um, but just on that, when when all that news broke and stuff, and I said to you, didn't I? My f- my first thing was, if this comes out that this is a terrorist attack, it, it's just gonna it's it's just gonna go mad. Like the hate crime stuff towards refugees and asylum seekers is just gonna go nuts. Uh, not only did it come out as a terrorist attack, came out that he was an asylum seeker. Yeah. So. Um, and obviously we can't we can't really delve into it because one we're not police officers. We don't know all the two facts. we don't know all the facts and it's still being investigated and you know new stuff comes out every every day I think. But um, just on that, so that happened on Sunday and then I seen this article on. Uh, so this is when what day? Are we, so Wednesday, Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday I think it was. New bill gives powers to remove British citizenship without notice. I don't know what that means. New clause of the Nationality and Borders Bill will also impact ability to appeal. So, to become... So, we're already British citizens because we were born here. So, we have a British passport. Yeah? Mm. So, but for some people, um, you can apply to be a citizen of of a country so you know like say like if you move to america and stuff like that so again it's not a subject i'm really really familiar with but just that headline and i thought like literally what has just happened in liverpool i know we're not london we're not manchester we're liverpool and never in my life did i think we'd have a terrorist attack in liverpool um but a couple of days after that, they then announced this new bill to remove British and British citizenship without rhyme or reason. I thought, I was just like, what is going on? What is wrong with these people in power? Like it grinds me gears. Um. So, <clears throat> so basically, it's like um. So it's it's Piri Patel who's come up with this. Of course, she has. Um. So. Individuals could be stripped of their British citizenship without warning under a proposed rule change quietly. So they just, you know, put this in under the radar. 
uh, added to the Nationality and Borders Bill. A new clause, notice of decision to deprive a person of citizenship, exempts the British government from having to give anybody any notice. The requirement to give notice has already been weakened in 2018, allowing the Home Office to serve notice by putting a copy of it, copy of it on a person's file, but only in cases where their whereabouts is unknown. Maya Fowler, the director of Reprieve, said this clause will give Piri Patel unprecedented power to remove your citizenship in secret without even having to tell you and effectively denying you an appeal. <sighs> so, yeah, again, it's, 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 oh, it just, it blows me head off. I've, I've got new words. Um, if anybody wants to, to slide into our DMs and, and give us an opinion on that, then please feel free to. Um, and then also this week, so this was uh, this morning, I think I woke up to this. The legal age of marriage set to be raised from 16 to 18. With parental consent, people in England and Wales can get married at 16 or 17. Oh, God, cue the marriages. No, no, that's the current law. Anyways. So, if your Phoebe wants to get married... Yeah, she can. She can, right now, with your mum's consent. Oh. But the, the, they're going to try and... They're going to raise it to 18. Which is when you're legally an adult, by mm. law. Oh, yeah. So, I think I think that's only right, if I'll be honest. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. To, so, that's the bits in the news that I've seen this week. Um. So, yeah. Because I, I don't really like watching the news anymore. It's just too much doom and gloom all the time. Well, Lewis Hamilton. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about this. Wore an LGBT helmet. It was the new flag as well, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know. I put it on our story, though, so if you want to see that. Oh, OK, that's interesting. Go see. It was, he, it was in a country, though, wasn't he, where it's quite anti-LGBT? Was it hungry? I didn't read into it. Oh, OK. I just seen LGBT, Lewis Hamilton, oh. helmet. Oh, I think, yeah, I've seen it very briefly before, and I think, oh, excuse me, I think it is the, um, I think it's in Hungary, I'm sure it is. I feel like I need to just go and have a look now while we're on here, otherwise it's going to do me nothing. So, Kate, you're excited about Christmas, aren't you? Yeah, you just said this. I know. Are we going, are we going Black Friday shopping this week? Um, yes, I think so. Yeah. I want to, but you don't want to take Winnie and that makes me sad. No, oh, it's not that. It's the fact of having to come and get him without you. Mm. But still. You did wear the new flag. It's the progress flag. Yeah, it's the progress flag. And it says on the back of his helmet, we stand together. Just trying to see where it was. Uh, it Qatar. Been... It was in Qatar. Which is... It is Dubai, I think. Yeah, Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Good on you, Lewis. Although they're calling it sport washing. I don't, I don't know what that means. But, yeah. Probably something along the line of fucking cyber flashing. No, I don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> and Adele's album, new album, is out. This is. What are we thinking? Uh, I've not listened to it all properly, but I drink wine's my favourite at the minute. Really? Yeah. My favourite is... I think... Wash. The lyrics are just... A vibe. Yeah. That's your new phrase at the minute as well, isn't it? It's a vibe. 
it's a vibe. I think my favourite at the minute is... I can't remember the name of it now. Sorry, guys. No, that's the wrong Go easy on me, baby. N no, I like that one, but I wouldn't say that's my favourite. Mm -hmm. Cry your heart out. Oh, yeah. Fair Little love just breaks me heart. Mm. But yeah. And she's on the telly tomorrow or tonight if you're listening to well you will be listening to us on Sunday. 725, ITV, an audience with Go Adele. I was saying to one of my mates the other day, I just want to be a mate. I feel like you'd have a ball with her. I know you do so. Oh, I just love her. Just love her. Anyway. She wants to be everyone's mate this one. Ah. You do. But you're my friend, is that not enough? You're my girl, you're my fiance. Your face just said it all. What do you mean, my face is all? You're my fiance and my best friends, yes. We are friends, but I like to have other friends too. You like your friendship circle to be big? No, I, I like my friendship, my tight friendship circle to be small. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Would it all be in that one then, yeah? I don't know. I'm not meta, so I don't know. Oh. You want her to be in that one now? I don't know if I do or, do or I don't. I can't answer that question if I don't know the girl. Come on now. But you want to know her? I do want to know her, yeah. I'd like to go and have a bevy with her. Oh, you know. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Uh, nothing. Nothing is wrong with that at all. All right. We're buzzing away, yeah. Buzzing away? Buzzing away. What's happening? Is that the gram? Fanny. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, and Vic Jepson just followed me on my LFC Instagram. Ah, What a bay. Jeppo. Finney said she's getting close to that goal. Oh, yeah, she is. <laughs> okay, well, this has been The Loose Lesbians. Um, stay safe, guys. Leave your reviews, any comments, any topics. Send them over. DM us. I did put questions out and ask us questions on Spotify, but I feel like no one's answered anything. How do you see the how do you see the reviews? So so apparently this is a new feature um, okay. on Anchor through Spotify because Spotify owns Anchor. Um, so on the episode it'll it it just shows you that there's a question and a po and I did put a poll up as well. So there's a poll and a question part. So I just put ask us a question. Oh. And then it, through Anchor, it shows you the responses. Oh, and no one does. No. It didn't help that I didn't tell anybody oh, that either. Yeah, I did oh, say. I know. Just put it out there, like. Yeah, but anyway. Might try again this week. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, so, yeah. Must do better. Must do better. Right, okay, we're going to go. Have a boss week, gang. I've been Sue. And I've been Keith. <laughs> That's a new one, so. Yeah, it is, yeah. And we'll see you next week right here on the Loose Lesbians podcast. Goodbye! In the car. <laughs>